0: hey everybody live from our studio across the internet welcome back to vgp guys from from one of these days we're gonna have a real
1: studio
2: yeah we're from around
1: Around the the globe globe. we're waiting we're on the eastern seaboard all of us
2: maze we're waiting for phil to call and say come to xbox studios we're giving you your own podcast your own room um, and we didn't forget about that party. Do they, the Christmas party. are
1: they, are they, are they doing that? Is Xbox is team at Microsoft getting in on uh, the podcast? Like, do they have their own that they own?
0: I don't know. Cause if I they think do, they, I'm they, in. Think they might, but I think we should be their official podcast.
1: Do you think we should, do you think we should be the flagship, the ones that starts it all and just have them start acquiring different podcasts?
0: I, I think we're the first I think we people should. they should acquire.
1: I I really do think that we are. yeah uh set it, run up the poll get the uh wire out to Tim I need you to reach out uh through your channels to Phil let him know we're interested in being a bot but nothing less than uh 5 mil fair enough
2: I also tell him that you know I'm willing to change my stance on Xbox and you know talk not talk as much shit <laughs> so billy basically he's
1: saying he can he can be bought is what he's saying he can be bought
2: well, i'm not saying that i'm just saying i'll change it. yeah opinion. no that's
1: that's that's literally what you just said is that you can be bought
2: <laughs>
1: uh, i'm not gonna sugarcoat it for you listen but that's what listen, you just said is you can be bought
2: i have purchased a 500 499 system that i haven't played too much in the past two years thankfully after this game awards I think that I will be powering on my Xbox a little bit more than I have yet. Yeah,
0: I know. We got we got some good news out of the Game Awards. I mean, it's been a while since we've had our show. And
1: um, I want to apologize to the listeners here. We would have done this immediately following the Game Awards. But goddamn, Jeff, can you make it a little bit shorter? It exactly. seemed unnecessarily long.
0: Exactly. We're going to do a show post-show after the Game Awards last week. That show went very long much longer than we thought patriots were also playing that night they won for the first time in about two years can i just say Um, can i just say your team
1: really fucked me there they really fucked me there why because i didn't play hunter henry and he went off
0: well they're officially eliminated from the playoffs in case you wanted yeah but
1: but hunter henry went off and he was sitting on my bench so a little bit annoyed by them because i needed to figure out what they are yeah so did zeke Hey,
0: I, I love me some (laughs) Zeke. Zeke play great. And you know what? I'm in, we keep Belichick next year. I'm in on that. But with that being said, guys, we haven't been on the pod for a couple of weeks. We did have a previous episode about a preview of the game awards. Unfortunately, that episode did not air just because of, of just logistics. We were in Chicago. We were, um you know there was a unfortunately there's a death and all you know a whole bunch of other stuff i we had to kind of move
2: some we're things all around. here so
0: we're good though we're all here it wasn't one of us yeah but with that being said um we have uh a whole bunch of news to cover in the past kind of couple of weeks um so that kind of starts with um the game awards and i think it's important for us to kind of go through and do our game awards show talk about um kind of some of the big things that were that were discussed Uh, additionally too we have gta 6 was finally announced that's pretty crazy so that was that was done
1: that was already announced before what it was already announced before the game well
0: what i mean is is since we've we've talked last oh you mean in general yeah oh yeah right right so grand theft auto 6 we're not gonna really dive into that i think let's just talk about the game awards what did y'all
2: think Okay. I came in halfway. Like, I was out at dinner and I was rushing to get home. I was watching it in the car on the way home. Um, I missed some, some announcements that I would like to have seen. Like, I know the Atlas game looks pretty good. What's, I don't know the name of it, but that game I'm excited for. Um, Oh, I, a, I talked um,
0: about a couple of years ago or a couple shows ago, probably now a couple of years ago. Um, um, Fint- Fint- uh, why am I blanking
1: on the name now? It's like, does it begin with Memento? No, it's uh, fan- isn't it start with a P like fanta- I want to say it's like Fantasia, but it's not Fantasia. Well, I'm terrible right now. Um, you continue, but I'm gonna look it up okay. for you. Don't worry, I'm gonna get you the details.
2: So, I mean, grand scheme of this award show here, um, I think that there was a lot of shocking moments. Metaphor, oh, metaphor. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you. That game, um, that game looks yeah. very good. Um, yeah
1: but here's the thing with that. I'll just say quickly is that we knew that was coming. That wasn't like that was just another trailer. that wasn't like a world announcement like, oh my God, shocking Atlas is a new game. Just go but continue, yeah,
2: I would say that like over the course of the game awards there were there were some announcements, there were some shadow drops. I don't think that there was anything from the big players with the exception of the monster hunter game that and the blade game. those games are great um and then there was Kojima's next game oh uh, well. One.
0: I I think there was little announcements here and there. I I you know I don't I don't want to butt in, but um, maybe it's actually I.
2: No no I, yeah I'm not saying that there was like it, we were you know completely missing those, but like <laughs> I'm talking about the big but, things that people are laughing yeah. into to post show.
1: No, and that's that's the thing I think we need to keep in mind is, and we discussed this all throughout the night where. For us, even, it was kind of a running joke where there was nothing that really just, like, caught our attention that was, like, jaw-dropping, stop the show, I need this immediately kind of thing. Like, there's some cool games, look interesting, but nothing that we know of yet. It's not a tried-and-true. They were all, like, brand-new IPs, so we know nothing. It's not like they announced, like, a long-forgotten IP. It's not like Billy Got Golden, Son.
2: I uh, know, I it. know. They even gave a shout out to Golden Sun in there. And that, I know, right. That bothered um, me. I was like, you're twisting the knife. Don't do that. He is. They really are. They
1: really want to like really twist it right in the pillow, like open wound. And they just, <laughs> <laughs> but it just, it felt like I, I mentioned this. And I believe you agreed with me, Tim, in that. I think ever since COVID, since uh the lockdown, kind of put a kibosh on like live in-person events. We've seen E3 go by the wayside. Um, A lot of the major players, Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo, they've now opted and realized we don't need these award shows or we don't need these in-person ones to make our major announcements. We're just going to do our own thing with, uh, you know, these treehouse style announcement things. We're going to keep it to ourselves. I'm not giving it to them. This is going to be our moment, not theirs. And I think a lot of them have gone that way. And it's kind of hurting everyone else. I mean, Game Reward's still there, still a fun time, but you're not seeing these groundbreaking, draw-dropping announcements from Sony or Microsoft or Nintendo reviving a long-lost franchise.
0: No, I, I agree. And I, I think the thing is, is, Maze, you hit the nail on the head, and we were I think Maze, you and I were talking about this before, is um, this you don't see the big announcements here. And maybe that's wrong, um, but you might see one or two big announcements. And that's what we kind of saw. We saw one or two big announcements, Um, but we don't have E3 anymore. And I think I went into this and maybe I was wrong. I think I went into this with a little more hype than I should have. I was hoping for some Nintendo stuff. We didn't see anything from Nintendo. We, yeah, we saw Reggie. We 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 did see, you know, I mean... You know, we did see one thing for a couple things from Sony. We saw a couple things from Xbox, but it's you know, I I, even even Xbox. So Xbox reveal Blade. I think that was their that was kind of one of the big games of the show, and in.
1: I think that was my yeah. In all actuality, that's you know, is and that was literally a cinematic. Yeah, and and like give us gameplay. And and that was probably the biggest
0: moment of the show, but. I mean, it wasn't one of Xbox's, you know, and Billy, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but when I think of Xbox, it wasn't one of the heavy hitters that, you know, it wasn't the, um, I mean, it's a big game, but it's not the, you know, like the gear, like, like Gears, like, I know you're going to disagree with this, but it's not like the Gears, it's not that quality yet. It's a new IP and it's not,
1: it's, well, here, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it might have more of an impact because nothing against Arcane Lion. Um, they've done some good stuff. I trust them to do this right. So this is, I think, will be a big win for Microsoft and them. But I think if maybe Insomniac had come out and announced that they were doing it, it might have had a bigger pull on it because now we know what Insomniac is capable of. They are known for like the Marvel superhero games and we know they're doing Wolverine. If they announced Blade, I think it might have had a bigger hit. Not nothing against Arcane line. They just they haven't done this genre yet. I I,
0: so. I agree. I agree with that. Once again, it's kind of a it's kind of a hard take to imagine because this is an Xbox thing. But I agree. It's mm-hmm. like Arcane is they haven't had experience they, in Arcane, uh, Leon, Lion, whatever. Um, that's I say lion. It's, is, it's, that, it's is that the
2: Dishonored group?
0: Yeah. So it's important to make the and, distinction uh, Dishonored and um, uh, Deathloop. Yeah, it's important to make the distinction. Arcane okay, ha- okay, has cool. the two studios. They have the one American studio, but their main studio is is the one in France. So this is the one in France. The one in America made Redfall, and uh apparently it's apparently people online want you to know it's very different than the one in France that made Deathloop and made Dishonored. So um, I think that's a clear I think yeah. that's clear from yeah, the game. So so with that being said, um no I I going back to it, I think we saw a lot of cool announcements and I kind of want to just get this point out. Um, I think we saw a lot of cool announcements, but I think there was a lot of games here that I'm never going to play. They they were those games. Like, I think, I think there was the one sprinkled in where you're like, okay, that's cool. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, there was a lot of stuff in there that felt like games that I'm never going to play. And it, the, and then at the same time, the ones that I did want to play, we didn't get anything more than just a glimpse of the game. Like Kojima, we just got people, like I, I love Kojima, but he, we just had people screaming for a minute. You know, we didn't really yeah. know too much about the game other than Jordan Peele just being his hype man, which is great. But well, it sounds like he's
2: working he, on it. He's like a good that. hype man.
0: Yeah, he's a good hype man. He hyped me up. But I think it goes back into a lot of people were complaining because it's now becoming an an a, into an announcement show because Kojima had more time on stage, or at least it felt like, than *Bouldersgate* three did at the end of the show. And *Bouldersgate* three no, was absolutely. kind of rushed off the stage, and you're kind of looking at it from a standpoint of going, "There's more announcements here than there is." Like, and, and Billy, you made a comment. There was about three awards that they just did back to back to back. And... It was like,
2: yeah, it it was the it was like just. Rattled off like a gun chamber. I'm, like, um, you know, go, yeah, the go, style
1: go. like they do in yeah the style where they do at the beginning with Sydney where she just does like the non bigger ones like she does them all off in a row like off the side like no big fanfare they don't come up on stage. No, he just no. did them back to back to back. I'm like, this is this seems weird. I would because yeah, I'm used to
0: it. Yeah, I'm used to it. The off stage one with Sydney before Maze. You you made a yeah. good point there. I'm used to those that rattling like, off, but not the main. Yeah, and ones. those are
1: like the esports one. Like nothing against esports. But like, they save that for like the beginning of the award show like the preliminary stuff with Sidney Goodman and I think that works well but I found it weird that Geoff himself did a bunch of those like six I think he did like six or nine of the awards uh, in that style I'm like this is weird and I think it just I mean, like we said at the top of the show it, this was a very very long game of the year awards like it started at 730 it didn't end to 11
2: yeah I think if it was more award orientated and you spend some time either giving a little trailer like a hype trailer for the announcement and then he <laughs> announces it they come up accept the award quickly say two things go down i don't know if they could do that for everyone and that's i think that's the problem they have probably have tried this show like they've they've definitely done renditions of it and it probably went way too long um but in this
1: didn't i
2: well, I just think it's they need money to do this, and sponsors are a big part of the show. And like they have, they have to run the ads in order to get the money. Um, yeah, it's, well, it's wasn't sad. Even the ads. It's, were, ads it's, weren't even a problem though. It's sad that like, Honestly. if it was more like, I know it sounds bad, but if they if people donated money, like game developers like helped out and they donated this, like and could put the show on, um, instead of having to do all these sponsored ads. Then they probably could have a much more award-heavy but, show.
0: But I, but I would say there were ads in there, and I, and and maybe they're showing off these announcements because the companies are paying for that. Maybe I don't know. I think it's way better than it was a couple, a couple years ago. I'm not, and and this is me critiquing, but I think we're still far from perfection here, and I think there's a lot of complaints that are rightfully so. I, I love Geoff or Jeff. Geoff, we call him Geoff here. Amazing host. And I love that they, and and I think it's unfair to pin this all on, on him um, because it is an awesome show. But I think if I'm, if I'm going to critique it, I think a lot of people have a right to, to do that because it's, it's a long show. People are watching this It's you know, it is what it is. It's a big chunk of people's night. You know, they're going to, people are going to critique this. Um, and I think going back to the awards or to the games they showed, it just—I don't know. It was—it was odd to me. I think there was a lot of Billy. You—you you know, I mentioned this earlier. There was a lot of these games that—that that just felt like games that I'm never gonna play. And maybe I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. I mean, well, you know, you may if you have an opportunity. But but Maze, like, I mean, the biggest announcements of the night: Monster Hunter Wild. Okay, yes. Um, that game looks good you know oh, hello we're, we're, games we're, well, new we're, game we're,
1: yeah. um i'm not even excited about that though like, uh, no, I'm yeah i'm not exci- i'm not excited about that because um, i'm very confused like and we can come back to that because i feel like that was a very weird announcement i i, um, I, I have would a lot i have a lot of things with that one but
0: so i would say the biggest ones monster hunter blade um
1: that's really it Honestly, like i'm not the kojima not game it, but, but the kojima game was like a teaser um, but that was a, we didn't get anything. Like we don't even really know what the game is. All we vi- know is that vi- it's going to be some hey, sort of video vi- game. Visions of, hey,
2: Maze, vi- visions of Mana, Visions of Billy. Mana for Billy. Thank you. Thank no, you. that
1: looked good. Um, that's about probably the only other one that I would show any interest in. Um, the from tonight, but I Sega, think it's sad.
0: The, the Sega Super eh, Showcase. That's cool that they're going to slowly announce it. That
2: Jurassic was, you know, Heart? but that wasn't in- Survival. Come on, baby, give me that.
1: Yeah, but that yeah, yeah, but that looked very rough, and that looks like well, it was CG, it was CG, CG, or whatever. It was like a. Here is the thing: like nothing against Jurassic Park, and I know you love a Billy, um, but that's not like if you can be honest with yourself, that's not the showstopper that we wanted. Yeah, like that was kind of yeah yeah yeah. I mean, I think the sad thing, I think yes, no, and I am not saying that. Like, definitely a game that you want to play, something that interests you, but that's not the game that you stopped at the end of the night. Like, damn. That is the game that I need right now. And that, you know, we didn't have any of those because the sad thing is, is that if you look at it, GTA 6, that got leaked. That wasn't even a big thing anymore. We knew that was coming.
0: Well, well, that wasn't like even that shown at the been Game it. Awards.
1: That was, that was shown before. Oh, you're right. It was shown beforehand. But yeah. if it didn't get leaked, that probably would have been the big one. And I think the really sad thing, and it's, I really feel like this drives the point home, is that I think the biggest thing that was also not the biggest thing is that the Shadow, well, not the Shadow Drop, but it's coming out what tomorrow uh the dlc for god of war that's free
2: and that was even like
1: oh okay cool but um, like not
2: I amazing also, to me i also like the dlc for final fantasy 16 that <laughs> dropped. That shadow, <laughs> yes that's how to drop that's great and from what i've heard but again
1: oh i've heard it's amazing but again that's not the showstopper that we wanted you're it's right. like i think you're right i think you and i i think you and i in the group chat we perked up immediately when we saw that When we saw like a business, creative business, I forget their name. Was it creative business studio?
2: Creative business division or something.
1: It's it's something like that. When we saw that pop, it's like, Oh, okay. But then it was also like, okay. Yeah. I,
0: I, I think there, and maybe this is, this is, you know, bad. I, I think that, I always go into these things and maybe expecting more than I should. And I think that's a bad thing. And I think that the games here, there's probably, honestly, probably some of the games that we didn't mention are probably going to do fantastic. You know, rise of the Ronin is developed by Teen Ninja. It looks like a, looks like a Neo game. It's probably going to do good, but it just doesn't have the pull that, you know, a couple of years ago when they, then they announced Joker and, and the show kind of was like, Oh my God. You know, and there wasn't any moment like that outside of Blade and maybe Monster Hunter. And over the course of three hours, you kind of get kind of grinded down. And then the one thing I was looking forward to was kind of the awards and who was won. And then it would kind of felt like we were speeding through those at a fast rate. And I, that was my only feedback. And I think a lot of these games, like the one with Matthew McConaughey looks interesting. But I'm gonna wait because it kinda reminds me of Callisto Protocol a little bit. So I'm gonna hold off. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, like like I I imagine it it's gonna be probably fantastic. It's an Austin studio, probably gonna be great. But um you know I vote did you
2: get Callisto Protocol? Like, did you buy it at retail?
0: Uh I got it as a Christmas gift. Okay, so I so paid somebody dropped probably, seventy bucks. Yes, yeah,
2: I paid. I think I remember paying way more than I should because now it's like four ninety nine at GameStop, and I'm
0: no Nick got it for me.
2: Okay, so okay, so I feel better now. I, I can't remember. Damn, I know that we damn, damn. <laughs> um, so, damn. Hey, I'm not I'm not shitting on that game because I do want to play that game. It's, I no, Dark
0: it's space. a good game. It's it's yeah, a good game. I, it's a, it's actually, like a seven I, out of ten.
2: I have it on my PlayStation subscription plus thing it was a free game a couple months ago so i picked i downloaded it
1: yeah
0: we're we're, we're being very mean it's like it's like i don't want to ever yeah we're nitpicking on, here
2: on. jeff doesn't you know what jeff is well, doing, i don't think we're being mean i think we're being realistic but i will say this jeff is doing something that no one else is and he's the only guy in the industry who stepped up and continued the e3 tradition basically this is basically winner e3 for everyone you know, and, and we're all thankful for it as gamers.
1: And- no, you're right. He's doing, I think he's doing a good job with what he has. And this is probably the only, and will remain the only live event, like in-person event now that everything else has gone by the wayside. Yeah. I, like I, we're going to see E3 again, I think this is going to be, it. it's going to be the game of the year awards every year where you have the only in-person event where you can get some announcements. I just hope that, you're right, we're being nitpicky. And I don't want to say that to, like, all these, these games that were announced that probably will be good. But I'm sorry. It's just, like, they're un they're untried IPs, and we don't know anything until we see them out. So it's it's very hard to get excited, I feel like, when it's, like, an untried IP, and you know nothing about it. It's like, okay, cool concept. We'll see if it works. Well, I'll say this, we'll we'll move on from the nitpicking,
0: but the last thing I want to say is Billy, I don't know if you caught some of these announcements early in the show. I thought some of the announcements that they they, they were uh, cuz at the time I realized that they were the smaller of the announcements, the ones during um the beginning, the pre-show. And they had some actually good stuff in the pre-show. They had um they they announced World of Goo 2 um D- dave the diver the dredge dlc yep. um they announced the next game by the dead cells d- developers wait now uh, tim, tim
2: so I, I did like that one okay i didn't read about or listen to this because i was coming in halfway through the dredge dlc is are they teaming up with the guys who made dredge
0: uh yeah dave the diver so dave the diver is back with dlc collaboration with dredge so it's going to be fuck yeah and it's coming out like i believe this upcoming week okay this week picking that up but like but like the beginning of the show had kind of smaller games and and they were actually like good ones like brother a tale of two sons remake i never played that so that's coming out next year so it, it i'm probably gonna play it um the inscription creator Daniel Mullins revealed um their next game which is Pony Island 2 and you know if you like it inscri- if if you ever played a played a game inscription is is wonderful it's a great little indie game um and then um they announced some other ones but the fact that they talked about Dead Cells you know the next Thumper game um World of Goo 2 I think was an awesome thing to see because that's a game I love from you know it's like 15 doctors. years ago yeah, it's so so. Some great little announcements at the beginning of the show. I think there was some great announcements during the show. I I think my one major complaint is that there was really no showstopper for me, and that's kind of that's me. And I guess it depends on who you ask. There could be a showstopper, but I think the one. Yeah. I think the one complaint that we can make is that it felt like it was kind of long, and that they spent more time announcing just you know kind of random games than the actual reason
1: why we were there yeah. um no anyway. and i just the final thing i'll say is like i don't want to blame jeff for the Game of the year awards because right? honestly they can only announce what they're given permission to announce so if no one comes to them with some like big ip and says here we want this announced at the game Awards," that's not on them they have no control over that so i want, uh, you know i know we're nitpicking but you know, it is what it is.
2: One thing I would say, I know it's like we complained about the length of the show, but they are not like really competing for live TV airtime. So it's one of those things like, why rush this? Like, yeah. there, were, there were moments of the show where people, and I've seen things this past week on Twitter, where people from the audience were showing like people say like, you know, wrap it up kind of thing, like to the people on stage who are talking. I don't know if those were like photoshopped or what, but I, you could see that they were rushing people to get off the show at some point. And it was clear to the viewer that they were doing that. Well, Um, I don't, I don't think think they wanted another,
0: they didn't want another um, guy from God of War. No, no, no. I think, I think
2: that's fine. I think that's fine. But like, there was a, there was a moment in the show where I remember all these people started clapping and this girl wanted to say something
1: yeah there. they played the music on her and they, they played, like played the walk-off they, music they
2: played the walk-off music on her i'm like that's rude like she wanted to say something like yeah
1: that's no i'll that's what I'm talking yeah i agree about. with you on that one billy i agree with you i feel like they rush the poor winners a lot in that and i think you know from last year from the voice actor um what's his name chris i'm uh, blanking again sorry uh the <laughs> voice actor for kratos chris judge chris judge yes I don't think they wanted to have another incident where it was like an eight minute speech. And I think they went from one extreme to the next where it's like, OK, I've got to keep this fucking moving like a factory. And they were just like walking people off before they even got a chance to say anything I'm like, OK, guys, let's calm down. Like, I think you literally gave them 20 seconds. You can give them a little bit more.
2: Yeah, because I than think that. we're not we could if if they announce the game of the year at midnight. Right. I would rather than take out take the time to hear from developers and really give them their moment, because this is a moment they probably will never have again. They may not have mm-hmm. again. So it's like, give them that chance to shine for a little bit. Um, but I think Jeff also wants to keep it in that three-hour window, and there's just so much that you can do. And I understand the, probably the difficulty of doing that and managing that. So, I know, but I think he just needs to remember what they're there for. They're there for the awards. That's true. Like, that the announcements
1: are nice. Don't get me wrong. They're very nice. It's a nice bonus but we're there for the awards. We're there for the people who made the games. And a lot, like you said, a lot of the people, they may not ever get another chance like this, especially some of the indie studios. Like this is a big deal to them. Like these four or five man teams that just make this amazing game that wins. Like, come on, give them a chance to acknowledge it. They worked so hard on that.
0: Exactly. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. There's also one other piece of news. That I I want to bring up because there's always a game in Mazer's heart that never makes an appearance. And this past I week, to say banjo. This past week, there was a quote. Before we move on to our game of the year, I want to give Maze a little hope. Um, this past week, there was a quote by our Lord and Savior, Phil Spencer. When discussing the possibility of reviving classic games, specifically Banjo-Kazooie. Quote, you've seen from our history that we haven't touched every franchise that people would love us to touch. Banjo fans, I hear you. But it is true that when we find the right team and the right opportunity, I love going back to revisit stories and characters that we've seen previously. That's all he says. So they haven't found the team. I feel like you have to, you have <laughs> oh, to get a team no. with the humor that we've had back then, and that's hard to replicate. So oh. May- you have rare. You so have May- the team. Phil hears you. He doesn't think he does. He's he's he's, pl- he's he's saying he he hears you. At least at least he's listening.
1: But Phil, you literally own the <laughs> fucking team that made the original game. <laughs> Phil, what do you need? Phil, what
2: you what more, are you, what do you, you doing, You own rare. You literally have rare in one of your it studios. Fair?
0: It's, it's not fair. <laughs> I I just wanted you to bring this up. I just want. Oh, that's to bring,
2: her, that that's that's painful to hear. You know what? I I'm glad I'm not in Mase's shoe because if I heard someone say that, like with the Golden Sun about take, Golden sun I would be I'd be very upset.
0: I mean, no, I I'm think, not I, – I, I get it.
2: I think He's... this is worse. That's I think worse. this is worse. This is worse
1: because, you no, know, Billy, if they announce Golden Sun, what studio made that originally? Like, came Are they? They're still around. Yeah. I mean, they could, but who knows? Here's the thing. Microsoft literally owns Rare the people who made the original Banjo Kazooie. What do you mean you're looking for well, the right well, those team? Pe-
0: those people, aren't are like not around anymore. Like a lot of the I know, lot but of you OG have... people aren't there.
1: They're retired. Yeah, but you have the access to it. Mate, that it's was
2: like, like 30 years ago. To... That was almost 30
0: yeah. years ago. <laughs> like those guys are long gone. <laughs> yeah.
2: I know those guys long are probably gone. on so the you beach
1: have yeah, You still have Powerball.
2: Rare. You still have Rare. <laughs> Baze, I think you need to board a flight to Cabo and get them off the beach. <laughs> I do. I off. need to get you them can, off the like, beach. <laughs> get off your lazy ass you get over? back in
1: the studio and make me banjo cuz the right one.
2: It's like, "Excuse me, sir. I'm going to need you to get up out of that little beach chair and and take your towel and, and come with me in the car. We're getting in, in a plane." And
1: yeah, we're we're
0: going to we're going to make <laughs> a game, but but no, um, and, and additionally too, we didn't touch upon all the game award announcements. There was some stuff from Sega. There was some other games that were announced. I think there was just a lot of games, and and you know, I'm I'm sure they'll be good. But there was a lot of games, like um, like a lot of updates, like w- from Warframe or from Suicide Squad, from that Black Myth Wukong trailer, um, the first Berserker um trying to think of some other ones like lightning like uh that last sentinel game the first descendant game games that that for me just don't really interest me maybe that's just a me thing but i think that the the main part still stands is that they didn't give the devs enough time um so with that being said are we gonna talk um, about game of the year who won yeah let's talk about game of the year so so um just briefly just briefly
2: yeah, um, where? Boulder's Gate 3. Bo- Boulder's skate 3 dethrones what we thought was a landslide victory for Zelda. Or at least I thought. I didn't thought. think it was
1: be a landslide. I didn't. Think I thought Zelda landslide. had it, right?
2: Like, listen, Zelda's incredible.
1: Uh, no, Zelda's incredible. Don't get me wrong. But um, if we really boil it down and break it down, not that Zelda was a bad game, what did they change from the first one to this one? Uh, the whole physics engine.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just like, the entire not hard engine. enough. Not hard enough. I could do it in
2: Not my hard sleep. enough. <laughs> not hard enough. Anuba, you're being lazy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Get back in there. <laughs> we want and give me something Jesus. different. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I mean Yes, they did do that, but coming from someone who actually has beaten the game, because I know neither of you have finished it yet, love the game. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I definitely see why it was nominated for Game of the Year. But, you know, at the end of the day, it is kind of the sequel. They did work on it. They did add to it. But... It was, in a lot of ways, similar to Breath of the Wild. You had this big open world, and they kind of just, like, added the sky. They added the underground area. There was a lot to do. But, again, I'm, it's not a bad game. Phenomenal game. It deserves the score that it's got. It deserved to be up there. But I don't know that it, it was as groundbreaking as Breath of the Wild was when it came out. Because Breath of the Wild kind of did it already, if you know what I mean. Like, they built upon that
2: yeah no i i agree with that i think it's like it the the shock factor is what pulled breath of the wild into like the limelight that and this year mm-hmm. i really think that boulder's gate came out of the gate and it was no one was expecting how to be that game to be as good as it was and it's just like holy shit that game is from what some people say is some, one of the greatest jrpgs ever made and i'm i'm very excited to play that game. it's
0: yeah, I I think the thing with Boulder Skate and I'll say this um we could talk about different awards um let's and while we're here we could talk about what our game of the years are. Um but I think Boulder Skate's a game I've played now for a little over 40 hours. I really like this game. I'm still working my way through it. It's a long game, but it's a slow chip. There's other things I'm playing come in and come out. Um I'm probably going to play some tonight. I played some over the weekend. Um but boulders gate is and billy you'll find this out when you play it is it's a very different rpg than you think um
2: Um, this was tough because i do love zelda um but i'm gonna i have to go with final fantasy 16 that's my personal one for me i know it wasn't a nomination this year um but i just had the most fun with that this year Um, and that's just my cup of tea. My style game is, is JRPGs and that's my favorite category. And I play probably the most of those type style games. Um, I did like the, I I didn't, unfortunately I didn't get to try out some of the other ones on the list, like Alan Wake and Resident Evil. Um, I didn't get to, and Boulder's Gate. If I had played those, they may have persuaded me otherwise. Um, but I just thought that, you know, for Final Fantasy for me, I love the characters. I love the boss battles. The music is fantastic. It's a, it, it won the best music award um, for soundtrack. Um, it's just a phenomenal game. I, I, and I, if people haven't played this game, go play it. I don't know if, if you're into JRPGs or action role-playing games, if you would like that. If you don't like that style of game, you're probably not going to like this. It's very Game of Thrones-esque. Um, but that's for me. I enjoy all that, and that's that's why it's my game of the year.
0: Okay, so Final Fantasy is Billy's game of the year, Final Fantasy sixteen. Um, okay, so um Final Fantasy sixteen, Maze, what is your game of the year of twenty twenty-three?
1: So this is this was a very tough one for me. Um I love Zelda. Fantastic. Yeah, I didn't play Alan Wake, I haven't played Baldur's Gate. Definitely games, probably not Alan Wake because it's not my kind of thing. Um, I would definitely check out Baldur's Gate. But played Spider-Man. Loved Spider-Man. But I think Spider-Man also kind of falls into the same problem that Zelda did where it's like we've been there, they did a little bit of improvement but it was still kind of the same. It was just nice coming back to it. I think I have to pair it with what Billy said. I, I think it's going to be Final Fantasy 16 for me as well. You know, playing it right now on the very tail end of it i absolutely love this game i adore it and i'm actually a little bit dismayed that i did not get as much love as i think it should have during the game of the years award wow. i think it, i wow. feel like it was kind of overlooked it's a phenomenal game i think the story is great the character is phenomenal i love the gameplay who's the your favorite character like, um torgal because he's a dog a magical wolfhound he's obviously the best character um this is, this is I,
0: shocking for me because I thought you were going to pick Spider-Man 2.
1: No, um, I think, like I said, I think it falls into the same kind of, like, problem that Zelda did. Not a bad game. I love it. Don't get me wrong. Again, I think if you are a fan, you played the first one, you should absolutely be playing the second one. You will have a great time with it. I had a phenomenal time with it, but I don't think it did anything groundbreaking that set it apart from Spider-Man 1. I mean, I love the story. I can't wait to see what they do next. Um, I'm excited for the DLC that we know we're going to get for this game. But Final Fantasy 16 did like something new and different and it's just like a fun take on that like action style RPG where it's not turn-based. And it keeps me intrigued. It keeps me interested. Like I want to keep going because I think the world is very vibrant and full of characters and you want to know how it plays out like right now. Like I literally could go jump in beat the game right now, but I'm like on, I think the final mission right beforehand. And it throws like 12 different side quests at me. I'm like, well, am I going to do those side quests? Absolutely. I am. And I'm going to go in there. I'm doing the side quests. I'm finishing those off. I'm killing off the last of the marks. I I'm just having a blast doing that. Like that is just fun to me. Like they do it in a way. Like, you know how a lot of like RPGs, you get burnt out by the side quests and all the like the side collecting and all that stuff. I haven't been burnt out by this game yet. I'm enjoying it every time. And they've done it so well. So I Final Fantasy 16 is definitely gonna be my personal game of the year.
2: Damn. I thought for sure he was gonna take Spider-Man too. No. Like cause I, I, I had, love Spider Man too. I fucking love Spider-Man, but I seriously. I love him,
1: but I have to be realistic that this is definitely this is definitely taking the cake.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I guess at
0: least me. Um, you guys probably know where I'm going with this. I'm going to choose Boulder's Gate to be I mean, my game yeah, of the year. Yeah, if it's not Boulder's
1: Gate, yeah, I was going to call yeah. you a charlatan.
0: Yeah. I'm going to call you a fake, a fraud. Yeah. There, there's very few games you know me. Usually I kind of lose track of games after a while. It's been a while since I've invested this much time into a game. Um, and I very much enjoy my time with the game. I think my only gripe of Boulder's Gate three is I need to be in the right mind space to be in it because it's such a deep game. Um, It's a game that to put in perspective, a lot of times when I game, sometimes Billy will call or sometimes I'll get on the phone with Ellie or, or whoever. Um, Mostly it's just Billy and Ellie. Um, (laughs) Yeah. He never calls me. He hates me. I never call you Maze. I need to call you sometimes. But, but but with that being said, that's a game that you can't, you can't, half ass. you need to be you need to lock in like you need to lock lock in when you play and i think that that's kind of that's the only reason why i probably haven't beaten it and gone all in um just because there's been game and there's been games that have come out in between that i've played but i really do think that for me after playing um zelda and playing this game i love zelda but Zelda, like I said before, I feel the same way as I did Zelda as to Bouldersgate as this is to Elden Ring um, as Baldur's Gate, or, or this is to Zelda as Bouldersgate was to um, or as, as uh, Elden Ring was to God of War Ragnarok. And that I think that. Zelda, even though they updated the physics engine, same with God of War, even though they updated the story and it's a beautiful game and we get all that and it's a 10 out of 10 or God of War is probably a 9.5 out of 10. This game did something unique and different, just like Elden Ring did, did last year. Um, and I think and it, and it succeeded. So I think with that being said, I think that's why I would give this uh, the game of the year for me. But with that being said, guys, let's move on to our the second one, um, indie game of the year. Billy, we'll start with you. What's your indie game of the year?
2: This is a, oh, I know what it is. This is an easy one for me. I'm going with Sea of Stars. Oh, yeah. over Dave the just... Diver. I was, <laughs> I love Dave the Diver dearly. Unfortunately, I don't know if it's as they say it's an indie game. All right, but <laughs> I don't
1: know. I, yeah, did you see all those games that Nexus is yeah, uh Yeah. Yeah. That's is, Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: it, it may, may, yeah. yeah I, I was thinking something during the pod or during the thing. I'm like I'm like hmm. Um <laughs> What do you mean? You were thinking
1: yeah. every time there was a game that got announced and it said like, you know, uh, from Nexus, it's like Tim's like, oh, hey, there's another one from the <laughs> indie studio.
0: Yeah, there's a little <laughs> small indie game, uh, indie studio. So, Billy, you're saying yeah.
2: sea, uh, sea of sea, Stars? Sea of Stars, Sabotage Studios. I, sabotage. I, first of all, in the Sabotage Studios, Quebec holds a very close place in my heart. Um, I love that city. Um, so it's not just that. the studio is fantastic. That's
1: not the reason. This
2: fan- studio is just fucking fantastic. Their, their last game, their last outing with The Messenger, one of my all-time favorite games of all time. They released this game. Fantastic fucking JRPG. I loved every minute of it. Loved all the characters. Is he okay, Tim?
1: Venus <laughs> <laughs> in lockstep up with us. What can we say?
2: He doesn't want Sea of Stars. That's what
1: he's saying. He's like, no, he does. He's no, he's 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 trumpeting his uh, agreement. That's what he's saying. <laughs> he's getting, Tim, have he's you getting, tried? He's getting Tim. Have you tried putting bluey on for him?
0: No, but he does like bluey. Um, because we he could tried that
1: it. with Sage, and she actually washed it. I was very shocked of that work.
0: Well, because it's it's the color. The color yeah, of blue is, I, dogs, is dog sensitive.
1: Dogs can see in that yeah, but I didn't believe it would actually work and sage actually watch it, which was yeah. fun to he, me. Can, anyways. He's
2: just keeping a good
0: lookout for you down there. He's yeah. keeping a lookout in case somebody somebody breaks, breaks in. in. Yeah. Um so so anyway, so so
2: I Billy. I was gonna say um I loved every part of this game. I platinum the game, which means like I've done every single thing in this game, I got every treasure, everything. It takes a long time seeing the alternate endings. I love, love, love the Easter eggs in the end of the game. I won't spoil it, but they are well worth, like, the completion of going <laughs> to do it. Um, I Don't they, like, it. connect it? They, there's a connection to and the we, messenger in some way. <laughs> I won't say how. Um, and then the final Easter egg is, like, really, like, kind of cool. Like, um, we, we won't spoil won't it. Spoil it's that.
0: it's is it. Is it, like, kind of like an Inception thing where you're like, damn?
2: It's, yeah, it's more of, like, a break the fourth wall kind of thing. Oh, okay. Um, so, so it's
0: like, it's like figure it's like when I found out that the polar express takes place in the same, in the same time period as, uh, or in the same universe as back to the future. Right. Yeah.
2: Kind of uh, like, that. Mm-hmm. Kinda like did you, that. Did you,
0: did you know yes. about that? You know about that?
1: No, I didn't. I, I know did now not know about that. That's shocking. Oh, me oh
0: yeah. Yeah. No. So I found this out. Uh, actually, uh, I think it was either yesterday or today. I was, uh, it came up on my feed that, um, that the Polar Express, if you look in the Polar Express and the there's a clip where and if you pause it just right, you can see the flux capacitor in the train, in the front of the train. And additionally too, it shows in the beginning part of the movie when they're flipping through the, the you know the magazines, there's a Santa strike and part of the Santa strike is is right next to Lone Pine Mall, which is the mall that is in Back to the Future. Also, the movie was also directed by Robert, uh, whatever, the same guy that did the Back to the Future movie. And a lot of people think that the train in the movie is actually the train from Back to the Future. Think about that.
2: Damn, I'm going to never see that movie the same again. Because it's one of my exactly. favorite movies. My exactly. So I'm think going go about- look all that shit up.
0: Yeah. So anyway, so so it's it's not like that. It's not like break. It's kind of breaks the fourth wall. So you said Sea of Stars. Sea of Stars. Um,
2: and it won Best Indie of the Year as well. Mm, let's go. It is mm, well worth it. Congrat. Mm, congratulations mm, to that team. Mm, sabotage. Yeah.
1: Go sabotage. Mace. Anything that they touch, they, I'm excited about. Did they
2: win Best Indie Game for the Messenger that year?
1: No, I don't remember it. Which is a, a damn best indie game. damn shame. It is. That's a great game. I will say that
2: when you play this game, the combat in it is fantastic and the music is fantastic. Oh,
1: I loved it. It's very unique. It's different. Um, But that being said, um, I'll just go ahead and say it. Uh, Billy and I are in complete lockstep for the 2023. Uh, Sea of Stars for me. I mean, I don't see how it can not be anything else. I love that game. This characters, again, you love the characters, the graphics. I love the pixel art. They did a great job with it um i did not platinum it i don't have the skills that billy does because i could never hit that like 50 combo with the uh moonarang <laughs> or was it 20 20 times
2: you just give me the controller that was man, i did yeah, that like the I first would, 10 I, minutes of the game
1: dude i could not for the life of me i don't know why i would get into a rhythm and when you think you hit 20 it you don't i'm like really that wasn't 20 okay game you know better than i do um i can't count that fast but either way I absolutely love this game. I love the characters. Um, especially, what's-his-face? Uh, What's-his-name, um, uh, what's the
2: cook? Oh, guy, not Guile. Um, um, no, that's uh, Street Fighter. <laughs> Something with a G. It is, starts with uh, a G.
1: Fucking A. What's-his-name? Oh my god, we're terrible. I even know the we're music that
2: plays people. for him.
1: Yeah.
0: So, <clears throat> so with that being said, you guys are both
2: saying "Sea of Stars." We,
1: uh, Garl, Garl, Garl. Yeah, we've been
2: we've been blessed with some very good JRPGs this year. Straight up blessed,
0: and and blessed with some great indie games. I mean, you know, I I think we look at this category. Um, of the you know uh, uh, like of the best indie games, Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, Viewfinder. I know Viewfinder has gotten great reviews. I've played Cocoon, um,
2: Dredge. Billy, you said that was fantastic. Um, Dredge is amazing. I was hoping it would win the best debut, but very good game.
0: Mm, mm. Well, I'm gonna say this, um, and, and then additionally too, best debut indie game. Uh, there it is. Billy Pizza Tower is there. Um, Cocoon won, but Pizza Tower made an appearance. Um, I know you love that game. Um, and but let's let's talk about um. I'll move over to mine. Um, and I just want to see if it's it wasn't even nominated for best sim strategy game. I disagree with that because uh, I think it was. Um, my one is kind of sad. I'm gonna say this, and and it is by far my favorite indie game of the year. By like a long shot i've played cocoon i played Jassant, i played a lot of different indie games i even played steam world build i actually am near the finish of steam world Build billy um i played it like nonstop on saturday i, love it. I got I into love, a rhythm and i just kept I love on the going. steam world series um so i've steam played world, a lot of indie any, games has
2: any of you guys played steam world heist before we get off steam world
0: yeah i played steam world heist no, fucking love i didn't that play game. that one my
2: god that's a good is game good. it's a good game
0: um no, I uh, know Steam World. Steam World. Um, what's the one with the crew, Billy? Is that heist? The heist is That's where you where
2: you jump on the ships and you grab and shit. And you have to get oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I played that one. That's what's the, the other? One.
0: What's the What's the old school one? Like the tactical one? Uh, Remember that? That one's Quest. Like Quest. Yeah, I haven't played Quest. Quest is I played, good. I played. Yeah, they're all good. Um, this, I I recommend that game, and I, we could talk about that maybe later or another episode, but. Um, The game I would say is my indie game of the year is, is shadow gambit and the curse crew. And Billy's going to be like, Billy's going to be like, that's wild. Um, but I classify this as an indie indie game. Um, it was developed and published by me, me, me games. Um, it was a studio of 33 people. Um, it's an independent studio. So it's not like Nexion. Um, the sad thing about this is that they just or the nice thing is that they just have their final two DLC packs. Um, that look both really good. And from what people say are both very good. Uh, but the sad thing about the studio is that they are no longer around. Um, so they closed down shortly after making uh, shadow gambit and the curse crew. Um, just because they, you know, I, I, I don't think they, they said they didn't want the stress anymore because they were an independent company. And, and um, I don't think they also made the return on the investment from Shadow Gambit and the Curse Crew. So it's kind of sad because this game is reviewed very highly. I think it's rocking an 87 on Metacritic, and it's very, very well deserved. Um, I haven't played Sea of Stars, so I can't put that as my number one. I love the messenger, but this game is a must play it's did my heart sad that the studio was closing down because I was like, damn, I found this awesome game from the studio that I haven't played their games from. And then they closed down. But yeah, that sucks. Never, it it is know, what it know, is. Yeah.
2: You know what's even sadder? It, I was looking while you were talking about it. I was looking, oh, I should get a physical copy of this because that game will be very valuable now that the studio is, is shut down and everything. Um, and I also want to play it. It's only available digital. Yeah, oh. only digital. Yeah, but but you know you may have a company like Limited Run or it's Super Rare probably won't do it because they do Switch games. But like Limited Run could do God's Work and pick these guys up or IMA Bit or someone. I don't know. Probably not though.
1: I mean, here's the nice thing though. Like you said, Tim. Though luckily, it doesn't sound like they shut down because they were forced to. More like they just didn't want the stress, so they kind of went out yeah, on. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's kind of what it more that's, sounded like. Yeah. I think that they. I think that they. I don't think they made as much money. I I think they, you know, made money, but I don't think that they had they made enough and I think that they were kind of like, okay, you know, from from what from from the final thing that they were saying and you can kind of go to their website
1: and um you know, well it sounds like they made the I think the logical choice. They saw, you know, we had fun, we did well. It was well received. Did it get the return that we wanted? No. And if we try to make another game, we'd probably be like, you know, really struggling. So it sounds like they made the logical choice and went out on their terms, which is nice to see. You don't see that too often these days. It's mostly like, oh, well, we're screwed. We need to shut down because we don't have the money. Yeah.
0: It, it, like to, to end it, Um, you know, uh, after the release of Shadow Gambit, we decided it was time to prioritize our well-being and to pull, pull the brakes instead of signing up for another multi-year production.
1: Um. So, they, like
0: that. Yeah, so yeah, that. so si-
1: that's what you want to see. That's what you want to see. Like you don't want to see them shut down, but if it's going to happen, that's how you want it to happen. You want them to go on their terms.
0: Yeah. And then they made the final two DLC packs. They push them. And then I think they're kind of just fixing any bugs that are in there good and kind of calling, calling
1: it a day. Good on them. Like um, you spoke nothing but highly about this game. So I'm happy for them that they finish it off the way they wanted to. And I hope that they land on their feet, all of them, and they just go do what they want to do.
0: It's it's yeah, it's not a game I would recommend for you, Maze, um, because it is a tactical game, and that's why, like Maze, I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I probably wouldn't recommend Boulder's Gate Three to you, Um, because Boulder's Gate Three is. I mean, I might. I mean, I would check it out, but it is a tactical game. Like Boulder's Gate is sex scenes. Yeah, the bear. Like (laughs) Boulder's Boulder's Gate is is a tactic. (laughs) So, like it is a turn
2: based game. Maze's next game, because I'm I've been on a roll with Maze just recommending JRPGs that he likes. You need to play Shin Megami Tensei V now.
1: After yeah, but you give me you give me Live Alive. Oh, oh yeah yeah there. yeah
2: finish Live Alive first.
1: Alright I go back to Live Alive after I finish Final yeah, Fantasy. That's fine. Mm. You can you
2: can continue. Yeah.
1: I gotta do Live Alive. I I finished Pogo's world. With I gotta Goro. go uh, move on. With oh I miss him already. Gory. Gory the, the chip. Gory the Gory the Ape. <laughs> Great game. I love it so far. I gotta go back. I'm excited for that.
0: Well, guys, I'll say this. Um,
1: There's not really many
0: games coming out this week. I think the big thing is the DLC that we saw from the show. So make sure to go and check out the God of War DLC. Make sure to go check out the Dredge DLC. And, you know, I'll throw it in there. Uh, make sure to go and check out the Shadow Gambit DLC that just dropped. Um, all of them are very worthy of playing, and all Final the Fantasy games are fantastic, and the Final Fantasy DLC. So there we go, four games. Maze has fireworks going off. That's what it should be. Um, but guys, um, we're going long here. Is there any games that you guys have been playing that you've been needing to talk about? I think we've talked about Final Fantasy. Um,
1: yes. I don't know if there's anything else that you guys have been playing. Uh, well, I did, I did make the dive back into the world of COD. Oh, I thought you were about to say I'm Dave the Diver. Either. How's COD? No. How's
0: the new COD doing?
1: Uh, I have not checked out the multiplayer, but I've been playing, uh, I mean, not the single player. I want to get back into the good old fashioned multiplayer. Oh, you bought Still COD? Fun. You got,
0: you got M Yeah.
1: I, I did. Even though it got like a four? <laughs> I did it for the multiplayer and I oh, had a phil, gift card, Phil's so got $20.
0: dollars phil has got you hook, line, and sinker.
1: Oh no, no, you, no! I bought it for PlayStation.
0: But, oh, oh yeah, but you don't know, matter what. <laughs> You're right. Back his bank account.
1: He still you right. He has me. Uh, th- th- no, there's I have a couple not touched, dollars
0: than that going th- being wired have, into his bank account.
1: I've not touched single player. I did it strictly for the multiplayer and for the zombies. And because my buddy picked it up, multiplayer is so still fun. Zombies is interesting. They've opted for a more open world zombies instead of like that small map. It's kinda of like a war zone. So it's definitely interesting. I'm enjoying it so far, and it's like you you work with everyone, like you drop <laughs> in with a bunch of people like in Warzone, but you're all part of a team. Like you don't have to shoot other players. And you're basically just working for objectives, you're getting gear, you're upgrading it with the pack-a-punch. Somewhere out there the ray gun is back in play, and I want it so badly. But it's interesting. Um, so I dove back into that. Uh, I'm enjoying it. It's other than, other than, you know, that it's your classic COD multiplayer. Nothing's really changed. They've revived a bunch of the original modern warfare from the 360 era maps, which is really cool. Um, I'm seeing a lot of my favorites from back then when I grew up with COD. So that's phenomenal. And just, you know, having a good time. It just, think it Carries over. I'll let you know though, how bad the uh, single player is when I inevitably uh, torture myself with it. And uh, oh, you gotta tight. do it. Just have a couple of beers. I'm going to do have it. No, I, I'm going to do it just for the bad, memes. It's just
0: short. Like, I, I like I don't hear it's a bad single player. I just hear it's just I, short I, as all hell.
1: It's very, like, I hear it's, like, just not good. I hear it's short. Um, I don't know what to make of it. I will let you know when I do dive into it, though. I have not yet. Um, But I'll let you know once I've done that. Because, like I said, I bought it. My buddy has it. I did it strictly for the multiplayer and zombies. Because that's, let's be honest, when you're buying COD, that's what you're really getting it for. You're not buying it for the campaign. And if you are, I would like to meet you and ask what the hell is wrong with you. Mm. Mm. Also, did I mention Live Alive? I started that also since last time <laughs> you were on. Yeah, you were on a flight. Because it's been a while. It's been. Huh? so. How do so you like that so far? Yeah. I love Live Alive. I'd be like, you know, thank you, Billy. He got that for me for my birthday. Great game. Um. It's a great game. Like Bailey said, like I love the style of it where each individual like character is a little mini story and it's like an hour to an hour and a half each one. So you can literally play like a story in a night and not feel overwhelmed. And I have to say that's a very like nice thing. Like it's a very fast paced game, but not a fast paced game. So you get like what is it like seven different stories, Bill?
2: Yeah. But, Something like that. But what's nice is like it's great if it's like a filler game in between because you can like play that on the side finish one yeah it's contained to one little story and then it's done exactly you know i
1: like that like it's it's very easy to be playing that along with like another major game because you could be like one night like hey i'm just gonna play a a chapter of live alive and then it's like okay that was fun put it down and go back like you keep going back for more i do like that so um i'm enjoying that i've only been one uh trying to wrap up final fantasy i'm on the tail end um so i will dive back into live alive uh and you know Good game, so apart mm. from one story, I recommend it. I highly recommend it if you've not played Live Alive yet, and it's it's just a fun game.
0: Hell yeah, hell yeah. So Live Alive, um, Call of Duty, Billy. What are you playing? And Final Fantasy, Billy. What are you playing? Other than Marvel Snap, we. I, I know you're playing Marvel <laughs> Snap. I play.
2: I'm I'm playing that, and um, I'm at the tail end of Star Ocean Second Story R for the Nintendo Switch, which I have heard, and we probably talked about this maybe briefly on the show, I maybe have started it, um, but this game is fantastic. It is one of the best like JRPGs i played in a while on the Switch. It runs really well on the Switch, um, and it's like a, supposedly in the pantheon of like, great JRPGs um, from the PlayStation 1 era. Um, this is... This is a remake. This actually, they've remade this two times now. This is the second time and it's like completely rehauled. Um, and I will say that the combat is, fuck. the gameplay is fucking fun in this game. It's like an arcade. It's an arcade battler. It's it's just fucking fun. JR, and it's like a JRPG leveling up system. Much deeper than it lets on, I will say, playing the game. Um, and the music is great. What is sad about this franchise, though, is that, like, this is kind of the pinnacle for the series. From what I've heard, Second Story R is their best game. And then after that, it's kind of been not great ser- like not, not great entries to the series. So if you are going to play this game, this is a great one to start. Um, it's all self-contained. Um, they do have some unlockable characters that I've found from, like, they have references to the other Star Ocean games. Which is a Square Enix franchise. Um, so, if you like JRPGs and you like combat and fun arcade battler, pick this shit up. I fun. didn't
0: realize it was Square Enix. For some reason, I thought it was like a, like another company or something. But
2: that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, the that studio Tim. is great. It's called Gem. I think Gem Drops is the studio that remade
1: it. And They need Tim. You have to remember. You have to realize everything JRPG is Square Enix. No. Try- Sega's
2: Try, good well, uh, Sega's really it, good. Well, <clears throat> only if it's Atlas. No, I mean they made uh, they made Yakuza like a dragon.
1: Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. That is, I forget that is Sega technically. And they also
2: made Valkyria Chronicles, which is highly respected. You're right. I
1: I do forget about those. But let's be honest, the running joke is like every freaking RPG that gets announced <laughs> or comes out every week. It's a Square Enix one. Like every time there's a new RPG out. Uh, who's publishing it? Square Enix. Yeah,
2: the classics. The cla- the typically like the the big ones are the, are Square.
1: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I would Nintendo, say Nintendo.
2: Nintendo's good too, though.
1: Nintendo's fucking good. Yeah, but even Nintendo's are always still Square somehow.
0: I, I I'm I mean, if I'm if I'm being honest, I think the big ones are like <laughs> Falcom, which made the oh I uh, love yeah. Val- I love yeah Falcom. they they make a ton. I think Square Enix is by far the biggest. But I think, oh, I they think are. Sega, you know, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i thinking of like... The
2: the you know. other ones are NIS America <laughs> and... I was going to say and, there's NIS. And XSEED and are the other guys that make...
0: Well, them. those are just develop Those are, de- those, are, are yeah. Publishers. Publishers. Here's the thing with That's, like...
1: But yeah, here's that, the thing that, though, that like Sega, bad. they have like a few well-known big titles. Like they don't have the
2: same breadth that Square Enix does. No, they don't have the lineage of amazing game well
1: sega does sega has some. well <laughs> no sega has a lineage of of amazing games because we do have the persona series uh we do have yakuza um but i think the other thing to keep in mind is like I, we joke and we jest but it's absolutely true like every week when we do you know games coming out this week and there happens to be a jrpg <laughs> coming out it's a good probable bet it's a good bet that probably 90 percent of the time it's published by square enix it doesn't necessarily well- mean it's gonna be good but Square Enix is somehow involved. Well, it's important so to remember involved. too, like
0: like Nis America publishes Falcom games, so that's yeah, you know, like you have to look at the like Nis America is just a, and same with Xe, they're just kind of a blanket publisher. But the actual like Square Enix, that's a big one. They're a publisher um, too, though. I, I well, yeah, Square Enix is a publisher, but they're also like an internal. I mean, it's first party if if we're if we're going that classification, it's first party because I don't believe Falcom. Is owned by unless I'm unless I am am uh, no they're NIS
2: I know they're NIS they they have the NIS logo slapped on the box I'm pretty sure
0: well that doesn't mean anything I mean that's like 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 a publisher
2: no they're yeah they're publishing it no but but
0: but that doesn't mean they're owned by no I don't think they
2: are owned I think they just assist them with the publishing efforts
0: yeah they're not
2: makes sense yeah. And lo- so and local localization, and localization
0: and shit. yeah the yeah they're not they're not owned um they just they just work with witness America like so Falcom
2: um, is such good music they are the best what? music Falcom has like the best music
0: yeah so uh, the the um no and then the last one I think Sega because Sega owns um Atlas and they also have their internal stuff so I think Sega to me atlas and and square enix and the whole sega thing is is i think you know it's it's not as crazy as square because square feels like they're publishing something every week but they're they're another one that produces yeah they they produce a lot of stuff um but anyway um so billy's playing that i'm playing um i I just uh, a couple things since we've last talked first one um Checked out Blasphemous. Really like it. Played out the whole way home. Um, my plane flight got grounded. Uh, we had to we had to take a detour. So I played that. I'm almost done with that game. Um, I'm waiting for my next flight to beat it. Uh, the the because <laughs> because when I'm at home, I'll just I'll just play my my PlayStation and my Xbox. Um, the other games I've played were the Atari Collection. So I was away for a week. I was out out. And so I played the Atari collection and um, the making of of, um, I can't say the name. It's like um, blocking on it. But um, they're essentially historical documentaries that are games, which are kind of cool. So if you're into like if you're into those, go and check those out. But. The main one that I want to bring and and talk about on the pod, but that just released this past week, and I spent all Saturday. I was sick as a dog on Saturday, and I I want to, and I needed something to play that you know was kind of you know just there. Um, was uh, Steam World Build? So I sat down, I played Steam World Build, um, played it for like six or seven hours. It's a really good, really addictive game. The whole thing is just building up your you know little Steam World area um your little steam world town and um and then slowly kind of mining underneath the town to try to rebuild a rocket that will you know get you off the planet. Um so that's the whole game. The game is if you've played one of those games where you're consistently upgrading a town and kind of going through and it's one of those try to think of a game that's like it but it's not like kind of like civilization but kind of not but not kind of like um, Jurassic like,
2: world
1: the game. It,
0: yeah, it's it, well, it's like it's like one of those tycoon <laughs> games. That's that's how you would look at it. It's like one of those Jurassic Park Tycoon or Jurassic Park Evolution, I think was the name. Kind of like that. Um, but the game is it does have its kind of steamroll roots. So at while you're building the city up above, you're slowly like you need to upgrade your city. So you need to, you know, you need certain things to be manufactured so that you can keep on digging down below. And then once you hit a certain point, then you need to keep on upgrading this so you can keep on going down and down and eventually, you know, get all the rocket parts. So it's it's a cool game. You know, it's made for multiple replayability. So there's five different stages that you can start out on. And there's, you know, um, different levels of, of hardness. And um, it was great. I got this on Game Pass. So it was it, for me, it was it was, you know, free 99, which was great. And um, I would recommend this game if you're a fan of the Steam World series. But if you're a fan of those kind of tycoon games of like slowly building to something, then I would recommend this. It was kind of a fun way to spend an afternoon. But yeah, uh,
2: yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I'm pumped that you play this because I really wanted to check this one out. I love I love Image Inform. These guys are yeah. fantastic. Um, it's well thing, made. It's it's yeah, very well made. Every one of these games and. I respect the studio so much because they they jump from all different types of genres. They try out everything. um, And they're flawless at it. I mean, maybe not flawless, but they have some, for the most part, they're really good games. Some of my favorite games, like SteamWorld uh, Dig 2 is, was, I will honestly say this, I think a better game than Metroid um, Dread when it came out. It came, or um, not Dread. Uh, there was another Metroid that came out the same year. And I was like, I like that game better. And that's hard. That's when you... when you did Was that the year of uh,
1: Federation Force?
2: Uh, no. <laughs> no. No, no. <laughs> it was Samus Returns. <laughs> it was that Oh, uh, okay. Um, okay. But, yeah. I'd it, agree with you on uh, that. Well, well, I love SteamWorld Dig. SteamWorld Dig is great. And I um, I will say, though, that I have been hearing reports that this is performing much better on Xbox and PlayStation 5 um than it is on the switch i think it's
1: that seems to be a common occurrence lately and i don't like that
2: yeah so it's not it's not breaking the game but it's just bogging it down it's a similar maybe not as bad as um what was the game i played last year um uh colt the lamb that was really bad ah that was really bad
0: well Call yeah, call the lamb didn't run well. I would say this game does run well. I could see it. I could see it running poorly on other devices. I probably would stay away from this on other systems. Um, one thing that I didn't realize, and I was looking this up because Billy, you made a good point. You said image and form has made so many genres for the Steam World series over the years, and. You are completely true. You start off with SteamWorld Tower Defense. I thought the first one was SteamWorld Dig, but SteamWorld Tower Defense, so it's a real-time strategy tower defense. That was in 2010. Then the big one, SteamWorld Dig, which is a platformer. Then SteamWorld Heist in 2016, which is a turn-based game. Then SteamWorld Dig 2, which is in, which goes back to that Metroidvania. Then SteamWorld Quest Hand of Gigglemech, which is a role-playing deck-building game. And then we move over to SteamWorld Build. Um, now the thing with SteamWorld build, the one important thing to kind of say is that, um, it's, uh, it's made by Thunderful development. So it's made by the station, um, image and form kind of has some weird history because image and form was actually bought by Thunderful. And then in 2020 Thunderful kind of combined image and form with, Um, another studio and they made like this Thunderful AB group slash the station and kind of they they made a bigger group and I think this is probably one aspect within that you can look that up I might be wrong but I do know that Image and Form was owned by Thunderful and then they kind of combined this so it is the same people that made this as the previous games
2: so so. interesting stuff looking here right now I've played a couple of these games on Thunderful like I have Wavetail um, super Meat Boy Forever, Planet of Lana. That was an Xbox game that's launching on Switch soon. Um, Curse to Golf, I've heard of Hell Pie. Yeah, there's a, there's quite a few of them on here. A lot of these on Thunderful are from are on Super Rare games. They must have a connection to these guys.
0: Yeah, so it says Image and Form and Zoink, two independent groups based in... Uh,
2: no yeah, these games only mountain downhill.
0: So that's Thunderful developing. Thunderful publishing. Um, that's separate. I just want to know the games that they, cause they, they um. Real quick about us. Um, but yeah, uh, I won't. I, I'm just Thunderful. Hmm. yeah planet alana the gunk viewfinder lonely mountain downhill that was the one i knew them from but um they publish stuff they make stuff cool studio um but with um, a publishing group but with that being said guys let's talk about games come or we talked about games coming out this week let's end the show we've gone long here what is your one game recommendation of the week maze we are starting with you i love your jacket by the way and i also like your new haircut did you get a haircut
1: looks nice i did yeah, whalers, whalers, whalers. Still Bring going back to something. Bring them back, baby. Come back to Hartford. Come on, I need them.
2: Oh, recommend gaming
1: it? recommendation of the week.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Gold- I don't know. Golden Sun? Is that what you're recommending? <laughs> it's-
1: Always, always a good fallback, right? Yeah. Always a good fallback. Um, I'm just in a. I'm a JRPG fan. Like, I wanna, I wanna stick with it, and I wanna, cause I'm excited to go back to it. I wanna say live, alive, just because I loved it so much, and I love the style of it, and sure. it's cute, it's adorable. Like I said, I all the reasons we said earlier. It's a very easy pick up and play game one story a night jump in when you want there's no like real commitment if you will so i think it's a very easy game for any jrpg fan to be like you know what i don't have to invest uh 60 hours of my life into this and be afraid if i walk away for a week <laughs> and forget what's going on because i finished the story in its entirety in one night so so live i'm gonna alive. stick with the i'm gonna stick with that and let square in continue to dominate our lives there we go. Life, okay, so right. live alive. Billy. What do you mean my life? Your life too. Don't lie to don't lie to me. I'm so yeah. B- yeah, Billy, if
2: anybody's game. life here, it's yours. Um oh. Billy. Well, you know, Tim sparked my mind with with uh the Steam World series, and I have to recommend one of my favorite independent games ever, which is Steamworld Heist. Dick. Heist. Oh, okay. The Heist is my favorite one by those guys. Fan fucking tastic game it's just addictive as hell and you feel like you are you're at odds at some points in that game playing that game you're like am i really going to make it out of here alive with my crew and you feel the, the camaraderie of the crew it's it's quirky and fun and comedic and um the gun combat in that game is fantastic so um and i love those strategy it's a strategy rpg so that's why i love it too so
1: Fun fact: uh, Billy's actually a retired criminal, and he's actually in the witness protection program right now because he sold out his former crew.
2: I did. But I've already said too much. I did. I had a big buyout. They let me. They, <laughs> he they, struck they, a. He struck, they a, struck a, deal. a deal with the government. Yeah.
1: He My, struck a deal. He's in witness protection.
2: All those people are fucked except for me. So. <laughs> he,
0: he, that's the way to be. Nobody cares about other people. Only care about yourself. That's how you get out of this world. Um. <laughs> no i'm gonna um so billy you recommended that um one kind of side recommend uh, recommendation that i think we'd all probably recommend is check out the new dlc coming out this week there's four great dlc packs um coming out we talked about the games final fantasy god of war um uh the the uh shadow gambit and what was the last one there was one more that i'm missing um
2: Final Fantasy Shadow oh, Dredge, Dredge. Dredge. Uh, the
0: the the Dave the Diver DLC. So four great DLCs. Go and check those out. That's what an easy recommendation right there. Yeah, we each have we each have one that from there that we recommend. And we so we recommend all those. My my one is going back into what Billy said. Um, Steam World. Um, I I got thinking of Thunderful. My favorite Thunderful game is still Lonely Mountains Downhill. If you get the chance, go and check this game out. Philly, I don't know if you've played this game. Have you played this game?
2: Yeah. I played it briefly. I checked it out. It was pretty cool. I didn't I didn't I didn't get like super far into it, but I like I tried it. It was very cool.
0: It's it's a fun little game. It's a fun little game about just going down a hill with your bike and you know, and and there's something to be said about it. It's you know, it's kind of relaxing. I played it on Game Pass, I know it's out on Switch. Go and check this game out. There's a whole bunch of you know more content for the game coming out. Um, it's it's just a well made game, and it's made by it's it's made by um, Mega. I forget the, I'll look at the uh, Mega Mega Gone Industries, but it's actually published by Thunderful. So go and check this out. Um, but yeah, with that being said, that's our show. Unfortunately, we don't have any more news about Banjo Kazooie for Maze, But with that being said. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful week. Maze, what's your thoughts on that?
1: I'm gonna go I'm I'm gonna go drink myself into a coma.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. That's okay. Billy, well with that being said, you guys all have a wonderful week. Love you all, and we'll talk to you soon. Deuces. Yo, later, guys. Later, everybody.